Hello, welcome back to yet another episode. I'm your host Wanjiro. And uh, you know, this time is gonna be different because I'm recording in a different county. I've always recorded in Nairobi, so <laughs> yeah. Look at us. We are diverse in going into different countries. <laughs> anyway, uh today I'm with a special guest who will introduce herself. Uh, but just to let you all know, she's my sister. That cool big sister who used to, you know what, let's not get into that, okay? Yeah, miss, introduce yourself. Tell us what you do or whatever you're comfortable. And yeah. Alrighty, thank you so much. Um, my name is Hilda Njeru. As Wanjiro has said, the big sister. So today we are about to talk about some controversial stuff. So just to note this is our two cents and our opinions so please guys just don't crucify us onto our opinions please do we are jesus justifications <laughs> so yeah Thank yeah you. today we are going to talk about um stereotypes or things we had to unlearn about dating and love or just about relationships and love and uh, I think mostly we'll be looking at romantic relationships, not uh, platonic ones. And yeah, so first of all, I have to mention uh, with this topic, it was a bit of an impromptu one. So I feel like I didn't do enough research, but you know what? I still did some and we'll mostly be talking about our experiences. So yeah, we're going to roll with it today. It's that day we get to use the name of this podcast you know and do exactly that yeah so stereotypes first of all come from different places like tv movies song lyrics for sure i know there are so many of you out there are living or thought relationships are like your favorite song especially r&b lovers because i feel like in the early yeah yeah, <laughs> those days you were mostly listening to R&B, but you were listening to Crank, by the way. To oh, Kinaneo. Yeah. I really, transition, yeah. <laughs> transition happens. Yeah. And also that thing of this, there's a wave that normally comes with it. Right. So a session mm. in your life, you're out says, thinking yeah. of uh, or listening to soft rock, yeah, crank true. music, hip hop. Yeah. I think I was just all over. Yeah, true. Because I think, yeah, soft rock for me was in high school. I'm three for four there. Anyway, yeah. So stereotypes, I digress, come from um, movies like, you know, what was this movie called? No. The telenovelas. Yeah, these telenovelas. The and then there was this high school musical. Oh, my God. <laughs> please, if you watched high school musical, please. High five. And we are old. We're getting old, aren't we? Yeah, uh, <laughs> just 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 so you know, you're about to turn thirty. Oh my God! So no, don't, don't behave as if we've forgotten. We haven't forgotten a thing. <laughs> uh, parents and friends, for sure. The the environment you grew up in could um, you know, shape your stereotype. Like for me, for instance, for so long, I think growing up, I didn't used to believe in marriage. I just thought, me but I'm total. You know, right? It's never that serious. <laughs> and then. You know, just fend for my kid and live my best life, you know. But yeah, things change, you mature and all that. So now let's get into what stereotype you had from either TV or movie or song that you had to unlearn now that you're an adult and you got into 
a relationship or relationships and you know you had to be like you and yeah, learn that okay is a relationship you had to unlearn and you're like okay you know what yeah i don't i don't think that this is not how things work so let's start with you and then i'm gonna tell you mine yeah um i think growing up and being in relationships <laughs> yeah just please don't misquote me <laughs> just being um naive in life and trying out different things mm, i think the only from... yeah i think mm-hmm. the, the my biggest lesson that i have really learned mm-hmm. is that love is hard work it is not mm-hmm. all rosy True. Just like any True. other work, you have to put in the work if you want your union, your relationship to work. So I think that is one of the things I have really learned how to unla- have unlearned mm. because it is hard work. So mm. let no one lie to you that it is all rosy. Mm. Have moments you don't even want to see each other and don't even mention about it. True. So it's hard work. Yeah, that's true. And and I think I say this in a different episode that love is about choice it's not about uh, well yeah it's good to have chemistry but that's not enough to carry you through you know what i'm saying so it's about choosing to be with this person or to love this person over like day and day you know so yeah it's it's i think for me as well it's not just about and love is not just the honeymoon phase you know because i feel like that's all we used to see in movies especially like it's it's all like i don't know it was there's, just so rosy is love after there's life after the honeymoon phase so after that you're back at it and then you're like what see i thought this is how things should be but you know? unfortunately not yeah because just as i've mentioned it's hard work you have to put in the work you have to put in the you have to do the right things especially mm-hmm. on your beat mm-hmm. expecting and hoping that your partner is going to reciprocate mm. so yeah yeah, that's true. That's true. And then also, I think something else. I don't know if this is just in. Oh, yeah, but it also covers the relationship. And I think, again, I've mentioned in a different episode, this whole thing where in like in soap operas, like our chicks are like being pursued. And then, you know, they're playing hard to get. And then, you know, there's that whole slap and kiss. First of all, that does not work in real life. <laughs> that is just violent. It work in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> to be precise you know it's like a tea and then you know they 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 just shut you up with a kiss i must do you you're having a first you of break all up to make up uh, you <laughs> i just feel like with it those things shaped or rather misdirected us in so many ways because it doesn't work like that in real life does not at all so yeah so first of all, Kwanza, that whole kissing without consent, that is sexual assault. Especially, right. you know, if it's, it's a person, you're not even in a relationship and Absolutely. then they're there, they want to get you. They just go in there. And you and also, again, this whole, she's just playing hard to get, I think came from the, and especially to men when they're told no, when they're rejected, came from those movies where, like in I mean, Spartacus. You know <laughs> what are they called? Those just, movies, the yeah, epic movies. Yeah, just read the room. She once yeah. said, "Read the room." And yeah, it's a no. It's a no. Just respect it. Songa at one point, at any one point, everybody. I feel like, or a lot of people have gotten rejection. So yeah, just just move and you know, 
so yeah and uh, another one or what forms stereotypes or just about stereotypes in general is they aren't necessarily negative um over there i'm reading these points from a certain article and that's what gu is guiding our conversation today so yeah um so yeah on to the next point is uh some stereotypes aren't necessarily negative absolutely yeah um i think the other stereotype that i've had before is mm -hmm. that it is kawaida thing for men to be structured so generally mm. women we are so structured we do our planning mm. um kissing point is if say you want to do something yeah mm -hmm. women i think we really plan ahead so That's right true. now i really That's know true. what i want to do in feb in terms of if it's something eventful mm -hmm. it's within in my head even though i do not have the budget right now it mm -hmm. is something that i'm already planning for mm -hmm. on the flip side men it's Let's Vibes just and inshallah. It. Yeah, let's. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's. Can we just wait? We'll cross the bridge and get. That is true. So those are some of the and, things. And and maybe not. It's not necessarily like all men, but at least from our experience. Well, and <laughs> my representation, I think, would be eighty twenty. Eighty onto those who, let's just say, like we'll just cross the bridge and get there. Mm. Now it you end up being a frustrated person mm. if you don't know how to just accept mm. and you say you know what it's never that serious mm. we shall just cross that bridge together but mm. that is one of the things i've really learned how to unlearn mm -hmm. the expectation rather mm. and actually just call it the expectation mm. so the structure bits of lifestyle and things i think it's only women we have that aspect mm. for men they're just like see we'll just wait So we wait for that day and then we shall do it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah. Actually that's true. For us there was even a time we're having uh with my guy we're having a conversation on the same and we're talking about how for me for me to start like a journey again it was an analogy like I have to have planned like maybe a hundred kilometers ahead. Mm -hmm. But any he's good enough like yeah. for him see when then when you get there we'll see up on nini me i want to know this road how many like how approximately how many bumps like not you know like where are these bumps you Treated, know how many you know how will i did you know how many petties are so there so that i can control either my pee exactly. or something <laughs> you know but then for him it's like okay when we run out of fuel look on we'll know we'll yeah. only get there you know we'll figure it out there but for me i'm like what do you mean you will figure it. and then if there's like the other petties like i don't know how many kilometers and then what may want to well flood yeah. i think we came to and then i think at times for me on the flip side maybe i take too much time doing the planning for me because i at times like say for instance starting my podcast i took too long but i think that was fear crippling me saying that i'm planning for it i want to have the equipment but for him he'll wake up and like oh yeah, i want to start a podcast he'll start recording with the phone as in to tell you as we go you know we'll learn on the job exactly for me it's like no let's i want a spare tire before we start this journey yeah, i want so it, you know it's it really, so, yeah. it really um how do i put it it might um burden your relationship mm -hmm. especially when you do not accept that bit that mm. women were very structured for men it's a day at a time 
That's true. That's yeah. true. I think for us, we said when there are things where we both need to deal with, we'll do we'll do compromise. Yeah, uh, he accepts the planning. Well, maybe not all the way to my hundred kilometers, but patane katikati. Yeah, you know where at least see past where your headlights are like you know past that. And for me, I don't have to worry about everything else what i can't figure out now we'll know later so i think finding kind of a compromise that's how for us we dealt with yeah i can't really think any i don't know i can't think of any other thing that i had to unlearn or rather yeah unlearn and learn because you know yeah learning bit is because you think your way is how it should be like how do you live without planning so yeah um the other Mm -hmm. thing i have come to learn and unlearn Mm -hmm. is that Women were very habitual. Mm. As for men, this is a mention, a day at a time. Mm -hmm. So we are very routine oriented. Mm -hmm. So for me, I know in my day, Mm -hmm. I'll wake up, I'll make breakfast, I'll leave, I'll go to the office. After from the office, Mm -hmm. I'll do my meetings and the cycle continues. Mm -hmm. For men, it's like, um, he can just decide not to do it or even you see the way he's doing it, he'll maybe miss out something. Mm. But then you're thinking, it is your day. Mm. You should have known that it was part of your day. <laughs> so those are things, well, it takes time for mm-hmm. you to accept. Mm-hmm. And also because I think um, the woman I am and how we've been raised, I mm-hmm. think we are more of alpha women. So we mm. are more into wanting to take charge. Take char- that's, yeah? true, that's true. And then yeah. you also realize that your man show there's there's a man he can he they all want to feel mm. that they're in charge mm-hmm. they all want to make decisions mm-hmm. i think that's another point that thing i haven't learned mm-hmm. that i'm um, looking at your personality mm-hmm. accepting who you are i know mm-hmm. i'm an alpha female mm-hmm. now on this other side mm-hmm. yeah on this other side mm-hmm. there's a man who who feels that this alpha female issue of yours mm-hmm. is really getting into my way. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance out on both characters mm-hmm. and for you to be able to accommodate each other? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. I think on to the next thing, like about stereotypes, um, they box people into a specific way of acting rather than allowing them to be individuals. Um, um yeah okay i don't think so i don't think so me think so me think so because i feel like say for instance with stereotypes about for example the man is the provider you know there are people who use that like literally like to the t you know Okay, fine. I, I, me personally, I don't have an issue with Where's also the problem. <laughs> no, again. <laughs> Yeah, everybody wants to be a baby girl, but then in the instance where that man cannot be the provider, Allah fusasa, because there was a there was a time we had this conversation with my my colleague some time back, and like they were saying, there was one of them who was saying like, yeah, sure, me me, if he can't provide, we'll be there until he can. Me, me for me, just because again, me, I've grown up with seeing a woman being the provider, so I don't have an issue with also being. Again, I don't mind being provided for and living a baby girl lifestyle. You know, <laughs> no, but I think we'll mind that. But again, I want to have my own. So I feel, and such stereotypes also about even gender roles in different ways. Maybe a man should do this, a man should do that. For me, I just feel like, why are you boxing me into these? Maybe you'll get a man who loves to cook. 
then why not? Because for instance, Cheesy, she wants a man who can cook, the man who will be cooking for her. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, and cooking nana. Well, uh, so, yeah. I'd, I'd say mm-hmm. times have really changed. Mm-hmm. Times have really changed. Mm-hmm. And so is the society. Mm-hmm. So the um, that bit of saying that the man is the only one who should provide mm-hmm. or the other way around, yeah? Mm. It's it's a matter of do you really understand each other's, yeah? Mm. You, do you understand your partner? Does your partner understand you? Mm. So it's a two-way traffic. So if I know my partner does not like cooking, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'll step up yeah. and do the cooking. And especially if you don't mind. Exactly, yeah, especially exactly. if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing, when it comes to bills, you can't watch your partner struggle, um, struggle mm-hmm. from paycheck to paycheck. You can really see that they're struggling. And while you're there, then you can't help. Mm. Then that does not form a partnership. Yeah. So I think it's it's a character thing and also just accepting and mm. knowing your partner and knowing what you're working towards. Because at the end of True. the day, I think it's something that you guys are working towards. Yeah. It's not a short-term thing. Then yeah. because if you're in a short-term relationship, then it beats the purpose. Yeah. But if you're into a long-term relationship, then yeah. it's very personal and very intimate mm. how you come back and decide this is our home and this is how we want to run it. Mm. So onto that, uh it's it's a fifty fifty issue. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but then what I'm saying is at least not having the stereotype uh, opens up to not being put in that particular box. Yeah. You know? Yes. So then you you guys get to decide what works out for your relationship because there are people who don't mind the traditional way of the man is the provider like solely he is the provider and you're taking care of the home and they're okay with that there are people who the woman is the sole breadwinner and you know like and the man takes care of things around the house so again not having to box people into particular boxes and categories and having particular expectations because um that's that's what has been quote unquote the norm I feel, yeah, yeah. I think it's about how you're brought up. Mm-hmm. And I normally keep on saying it, mm-hmm. that it's always all about how you're brought up. Mm-hmm. So how did you see your parents doing things? Mm-hmm. Did you see your mother also contributing? Mm-hmm. So coming back on this other side, mm-hmm. so when you have a relationship of yours, mm-hmm. Similarly, you won't have an issue providing. Mm-hmm. If you never saw your mother providing, yeah. it was only your father doing each and everything. Mm-hmm. Then, on the other hand, you'll also be looking at your man like your man, as in I'm expecting you to deliver mm-hmm. all these things, mm-hmm. without looking at his capability or mm-hmm. his um. Can he be able to mm-hmm. do that? Mm-hmm. So, I think most of, just as you said as we were starting the session mm-hmm. is um stereotypes is that there are those things that you see either on the TVs. Mm how you were brought up the environment yeah the, the mm-hmm. environment exactly Parents, the yeah. whatever you're listening to mm-hmm. the people around you mm-hmm. that really matters as well yeah yeah and that's i think now we're now talking about like things now we had to unlearn because you know yeah if you're brought up in such a setting then you get to know that there's this other side of doing things and you know it works out you know mm-hmm. so the other thing is we can uh we can hold stereotypes whether it's gender stereotypes uh whether or not we know 
we know that we are doing it. Uh, so we can have those stereotypes and maybe you think that you don't really have the stereotypes, but yeah, you do. It's like a subconscious one. I feel like I'm struggling <laughs> to think. I think I, I get where you're coming from. Uh-huh. I have that bit of, I know I am so self-conscious uh-huh. of what I am doing, uh-huh. but then I just happen to to do something. Uh-huh. Even though at the back of my mind, I'm not so sure if I'm doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah. Kissing point is, um, this is a mention, I love being in control. Uh-huh. So I end up forcing my guy uh-huh. maybe to do something. And then now he later comes and tells me, uh-huh. Bede, babe, um, that was uh, manipulation. Mm. Then way later, I'm like, no, it is not manipulation. It's because that is what me, I want done. Uh-huh. Then way later, when you think about it, you're like, that was so necessary, Hilda. Mm. That was so unnecessary. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, we all have those moments. Mm-hmm. But I think bottom line is when you are self-aware, mm. you know you as Joan, mm-hmm. me as Hilda. Mm-hmm. I know what are the things that I like, those things that I don't like, where do I draw the line? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it, it will just make the relationship flow easily. Mm. And then you know what are the stereotypes for you, what are the stereotypes for each other, mm. what it is that you need to learn, what, it, what is it that you need to unlearn. Mm. And I think it makes easy, it mm. makes life easy for both parties. Mm. Yeah. So oh, so for you, that was a stereotype that you you subconsciously do. Yeah. Uh, but then later on, now you catch yourself, you're like, oh, no, oh nowadays you're trying to unlearn. I'm actually trying uh, to unlearn how yeah. to force things on to people mm-hmm. yeah hmm. okay. because i realized okay. even at my workplace mm-hmm. same thing yeah mm-hmm. so i'll i'll talk to people and then i'll make them do something mm-hmm. so say we are having a discussion with boss and then he says oh Hitler, mm-hmm. there you realize so and so are doing things for you mm-hmm. i'm like well yeah as in I mean, I'm not seeing the big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing mm-hmm. the big deal. Mm-hmm. So it says because you have a thing in you that makes people work for you. <laughs> so now later on, that's when you realize, ah, kumbe this thing. But at times you know you're doing it, and at times you you yeah, it's so subconscious. Just, exactly. Ah, yeah. Okay. I can't think, especially coming from a stereotype that I feel like I that I do. Um, I, I cannot think of if I will, I will we will circle back to that maybe put a pin <laughs> on it yeah uh, stereotypes can affect the way we think about interactions between and within genders mm-hmm. yes tell us more about that um, again I feel like mostly I'm thinking about even, even actually this is a good one because uh, the way we think about interaction between and within genders I think with this one, I can put across a point of, um, or we are stereotyped, or we we have grown up in a quote unquote like uh, what we believe was the norm of uh, even for example that relationships should be between maybe opposite genders, a man and a woman, and then we now I feel like as a grown up because I feel like maybe as a kid I wasn't exposed to that a lot. And then you realize that it's not necessarily that, like the same gender relationship and all that stuff, like across the LGBTQ. Um, so, and, and, and I think, I feel a lot of people who are homophobic 
are usually coming from a point of but then no that's how things always have been and da, 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 da. but then i feel like i've got you know like you for me like i learned that you know love is love for instance so yeah but then now you're there um thinking or it has affected how you interact with other people or your expectations towards other people because it's like or even in terms of even gender roles i expect you to do this because you're the man i expect that relationship should be between a man and a woman because that's how it has been that's how i've grown it grown up knowing this so yeah yeah i think for me that's that's what i can think about i can't think about um a personal um experience that i've had from the same yeah well i think the um, times have really changed mm-hmm. and it's about time to accommodate everybody regardless of their gender regardless of their sexuality, sexuality mm-hmm. and all these things mm-hmm. um for me i am a millennial i mm-hmm. am just so old school to the way of dating and the way of love life mm-hmm. but i think it's because it has not affected me personally mm-hmm. i have nothing against the um, homosexuality and whatnot because mm-hmm. i think growing up i have seen that and especially in high school oh yeah but i don't think those are things that we should start setting people apart because of this is my opinion mm-hmm. or even looking at religion yeah mm-hmm. um maybe stereotyping people because they are islams or because they are whatever way they they they, mm-hmm. they choose to worship and do all these things mm-hmm. or their beliefs of their beliefs yeah. exactly yeah. so i think we are in in a time of people are very outspoken mm-hmm. um just talk about it talk about it say this is who i am on it and don't let anybody look down onto you mm. yeah yeah and i think even in terms and of i have mad respect for those guys yeah me too man yeah me too and much love for them i'm an ally and also <laughs> i think in terms of like gender say for instance you know there are people who for example let me ask you good question to ask who do you think should pay on a first date <laughs> Whoa! I'm <laughs> um, responding as a baby girl. Ama is an alpha female, which as you, <laughs> as you, depends. Yeah. Uh huh. So for me, I am just as I said, very old school. Mm-hmm. So if I called you out on a date, mm-hmm. I do not have a problem. I'm gonna pay for it. Mm-hmm. If you invited me for a date, please bail means. Yeah. So, so also so whoever I, I do not have asks, an issue with mm-hmm. going Dutch. Mm-hmm. Say I'm gonna pay fifty, I'm gonna pay forty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So so on a I'm first so open minded. Uh, ah okay, I think me too. But like if we're go- especially if you ask me out on that date, but then communicate, tell me yeah. okay, uh we'll be going Dutch on this. So see it in your cup and you're like okay yeah, no. I'm like. Don't you ask me on that day for me for me but if I'm the one who asked you out so yeah. i think such things but you know for so many people especially baby girls like no you know a man should pay on a first date or yada 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 so but yeah i'm just saying such things i feel Actually, again do, affect do not, yeah i do not have an issue with that absolutely yeah it's just a bill yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and you both eat so yeah. Um ah okay I kind of touched on this when I was talking about the other one we use them stereotypes to create expectations about dating part how dating partners should act so as opposed to letting them just be individuals uh and just be who they are 
again i feel like it goes back to like the boxing them or putting them expecting them to act in a certain way yeah so uh, um, this mm-hmm. one i'll just i'll just sum it up in mm-hmm. a very few words mm-hmm. is just kill expectations and work um just know your partner mm-hmm. communicate what you think mm-hmm. communicate what you feel mm-hmm. and quit expecting that is true i say uh have, did you have a stereotype of um men should be um like what is it when it comes to feelings and emotions men should be um uh, what's the word i'm looking for um like should maybe express quote unquote emotions or you know something like that did, did you have that stereotype oh of like men should be a certain when it comes to emotions and feelings well yeah they emotionless as in no discussion about <laughs> what, that what do you mean no? <laughs> yeah, i've actually never had all oh, gangsters for lack of a better word yeah they like, they have a... gangster points that they should not lose so mm-hmm. i mean what do you think about that so mm-hmm. um actually surprisingly a friend of mine mm-hmm. back from her primary school just mm-hmm. texted me that day and we were discussing of men in breakups and how they cried mm-hmm. and i was like men don't cry for no one So he actually told me that men do cry but then I'm thinking when do they cry and in most cases first of all they're the ones who have caused that heartbreak <laughs> so why are you crying nigga but come to think of which I think for me uh-huh. or rather I, I deal with gangsters <laughs> I, I don't think men have emotions or maybe they do just that they you haven't experienced yeah. yeah me I I don't think I've de- Have I dated a gang or oh, well I think maybe one but I think yeah I have I think I've experienced men who just are free to show emotion to be vulnerable in my yeah. other life <laughs> <laughs> So I think for me I had to unlearn that when it's not like it was something that was so ingrained in me but I think maybe I guess the very first time maybe I saw a guy cry I was like <gasps> And oh, cry. You know, yeah, like guy, oh. are those tears like for real for real? You know, and then it was more of a like what am I supposed to do? You know, yeah. it was a more yeah, it was so yeah. I feel so for you you're still you still haven't learned that because you're dealing think, with gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only time I've ever seen a man cry is because they had lost their mom. Mm-hmm. Again, it left me in a very uncomfortable position. Mm-hmm. I really did not know what to say. I really did not know should i hug you should i tell you i'm sorry mm-hmm. should i like i really lacked the words mm-hmm. um i think that was the only time when it comes to relationship and heartbreaks and i know they they actually mm-hmm. to talk about it mm-hmm. men they're very vulnerable that is true just that they do not like showing it mm. to women yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think so much boys thing, just as I said gangster mm-hmm. points you mm-hmm. can't lose your gangster points <laughs> by showing that you're vulnerable mm-hmm. but I know they're very vulnerable mm-hmm. but the showing bit I think because I've never seen it mm-hmm. I I just I'm not the best person to comment about it mm. so do you think they would like if your man like was uh, maybe vulnerable or maybe cried it wasn't about maybe losing someone do you feel like they would lose quote unquote gang- gangster points with you uh, well no I, mm-hmm. i i think i'd be happy to see that guy and i'm like oh i'm sorry i had you this bad <laughs> wow. oh my god you need healing the ghetto yes. i need know prayers and healing <laughs> heal woman heal 
<laughs> we shall make it a prayer item. <laughs> ah, but then not about just crying. Like, have you experienced a guy be vulnerable, be necessary? Well, yes, I have. Um, I have. Um, okay. I have had moments. Friends, maybe they'll we'll just sit. Mm-hmm. We are having a couple of drinks, and then they'll pour their heart out. Mm. Like this person did this to me. I'm not mm. happy. Mm. I sacrificed. I did this. I did that. Mm. And you can clearly see that this is somebody who wants to be vulnerable with mm. you. Yeah. But I think it's because the way I talk about emotions, mm-hmm. mentioning emotions, I think my expectation is I need to see them cry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but on the flip side, I think. Thinking of it, I think I've had moments where I have maybe men in my life, they are mm-hmm. very vulnerable with me. And mm. I think that is showing that they are yeah. very emotional. Yeah. yeah. But don't for me, what it, I yeah. know about emotions is, your man, just can you cry? See, how <laughs> legit is it if you're not crying? <laughs> wow. Again, yeah. Sister Hill. Yeah. You know, right? I think, I think I need to unlearn that. Sometime, ah. well, but at least you've experienced, you know, a, a yes, guy I being bad. Ah, okay. Yes, I yeah, okay. Yeah. I think something else uh, maybe we will talk about is, um, I don't know if you had this, I don't think I had it, but I know there are people out there who did, is that only women or girls or females get hurt. Um, I think kind of touches on what we've talked about. Like, um, it's like, because, you know, you grow up, you even growing up, you're told, you know, men are these, men are that. Men will hurt you. You know, it's not about men can also get hurt. Like, men will hurt you. Men will do this to you. Men will all that stuff so uh, did you grow up like in a bubble thinking they're kind of uh, what what's the word they kind of have a shield against like getting hurt themselves like they're human it's not like they're you know and also in many households um men again don't express that especially african homes you'll never see even maybe your dad even get vulnerable wachana nakulia and get back even when even something has that got... I do not even have a shilling in my pocket <laughs> you know so it's it's like they're these superheroes who kind of can't get hard so is superheroes on a mission <laughs> you know yeah. did you grab maybe thinking even superheroes get cut anyway that aside thinking that i don't know kumbe even men get hurt they do they yeah you know do. so did you grab thinking they don't get hurt yeah. because yes this is a said i don't think these guys they have emotions and whatnot <laughs> But I think what I have come to learn mm-hmm. is that when somebody genuinely loves you, you're going to see that other side of them. Their mm-hmm. soft spot bit of it, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, again, on the flip side, mm-hmm. is men, but they get hurt. In this Gen Z, is it Gen mm-hmm. Z or Gen whatever? Millennials yeah? and Gen Z. Yeah. yeah, and baby bastards and baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Those people, they <laughs> have no mercy. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, baby boomers have, are the older ones. Oh, baby boomers uh, are the older ones, yeah. yeah? It's, I think, mostly millennials and Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. they have zero chills. Especially so, females, they're even worse. Exactly. Yeah. And I think tables have really turned. Yeah. And the things we initially thought that it's men who are doing it to hurt us, mm-hmm. it is literally the tables have turned and yeah. ladies are doing it even worse. Yeah, even worse, actually. So... Yeah. I really, I think this generation needs a healing. As you're saying, we really need a healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think what really happened is you see this thing of the societal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody is sitting and saying that again. We also sat and watched maybe our fathers beat up our mothers, mm. maybe bring another woman at mm. home. So we and, and were, a lot of times exactly. it's playboys. Yes, yes, you know, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So we've grown up as a very bitter generation. Mm. 
so whereby we are we are like okay so you men you can do this you can, so uh, i am i can also do this and i'm out here aggressively and trying to show you better the, uh, that i can that, do it worse than yeah, you yeah worse than you uh-huh so so it's more of like hard people hard people type exactly. of thing yeah mm. it's you can do this it's like do we've this. been hard for so long so it's like now we are projecting the exactly. hard work exactly exactly oh, that's true that's yeah. true and She's then actually there's i remember there's one time uh, a friend of mine had some barbecue at his place mm-hmm. so we went it was just a cool a cool saturday afternoon so mm-hmm. we went catched up over nyama drinks kidogo kidogo before mm-hmm. people go home so while we were about to walk out this mm-hmm. chick who came in there was a chick and there were like three chicks and three guys mm-hmm. so this chick comes and sits next to me mm-hmm. so i really want to understand first of all she was dressed so skimply mm-hmm. And she was so drunk. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, are you cognizant of, first of all, you're so drunk, you're skimply dressed, mm-hmm. and you're with men. Mm-hmm. Is this your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. They're my friends. I'm like, red flag. Mm-hmm. They're your friends. Do you have control over what they can do to you? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. But as the conversation progressed, mm-hmm. you could see this chick, she's so disturbed. Just that mm-hmm. she's seeking solace in alcohol. Mm. She's seeking solace in, but I'm going out mm. with my friends, mm. and then we're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. The day will, um, the day will lapse, and mm-hmm. then on to tomorrow, and the cycle continues. Mm-hmm. So I think we are a generation full of bitterness, so sad generation, mm. and we really do not know whom to talk to, mm. and even how to talk about it. Mm. So I think it's actually something maybe you might want to pick up in your podcast mm-hmm. maybe look for the counselors someone just to discuss these things mm-hmm. because it is a real issue which is affecting the younger generation mm-hmm. and if we do not heal it now mm-hmm. it's going to spill over mm. yeah that's true that's yeah. true uh and i think uh before we get to like the last point do you think uh the fact that uh, there's, there's, there's been like such a shift because I, I feel like with the baby boomers and like the generation before them, I don't know what they're called. You know, there was so much of kuvumiliana, quote-unquote, in, like, yeah. in relationships yeah. and, and like marriages. But yeah. then now we have realized that, you know what, even that actually is something else. Happiness in a relationship like should be prioritized ap- like um, above things like the whole institution of marriage because before it was marriage before happiness and like we have kids together and whatever whatever yeah so do you think uh in a way that that has also led to do you think that has contributed to maybe the high rates of like divorce and and stuff and i know there are so many other factors but do you think that is also one of them because kitambo it was more about journey marriage nikuvumiliana and there are so many unhappy marriages out there they are there no divorces but like you think that's why with today's generation apart from the fact that we are heart generation and like there are two heart people in a relationship hurting each other do you think um that also is something else well i think mm-hmm. <clears throat> from a point of view first mm-hmm. of all happiness in a relationship it is very personal that is true. So I have to be happy, mm-hmm. and my partner has to be happy, so that we can bring happiness to this house. Mm-hmm. Not to hurt people coming exactly. together. Yeah. So one mm-hmm. happy person cannot be sitting with one sad, depressed person. Mm-hmm. Not depressed, sorry, sad. Just person. sad person. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So happiness is 
very personal you mm-hmm. have to be happy bring my happiness on the table my partner brings his happiness on the table and then we are both happy in this house mm. otherwise if it's one way traffic there's no happiness in the house mm-hmm. and then the other thing that you talked about mm-hmm. um people i think be, being cognizant of that i need to pick me mm-hmm. i think it is okay i mm-hmm. have no reservation for that mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you know the reason why you got into that relationship mm-hmm. and i'm actually happy mm-hmm. that people have learned that it's let me pick me mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. let me prioritize me mm-hmm. but the other thing i think is that we are getting into relationship because of peer pressure mm-hmm. i want to get yeah. into a relationship mm-hmm. because i'm like oh my gosh i'm turning 30 mm-hmm. i don't have a man to take Go home vacation you know mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a man maybe to associate myself with. Mm-hmm. Those are all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So if that is the reason why you get yourself into a relationship mm-hmm. in the first place. Trust me you're not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you get into a relationship because one maybe you love each other, you have a purpose together. Mm-hmm. I think you'll always find a way of working things out. I don't think things are as bad as we talk about. I don't mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. I think so. Think things mm-hmm. you can really talk about it, and mm-hmm. then also, mm-hmm. if you mind the other person, mm-hmm. if you got into a relationship because maybe you really know why you got into that relationship, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you always find if I'm doing something wrong to you, I'll always feel so bad about it. Then I'll stop yeah. doing it. Yeah. But if you got into a relationship because of all the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. because you just wanted to have a lady to associate with or mm-hmm. a man to associate with, mm-hmm. then that means. that you do not care what you do to them mm. so you'll continue doing your things you'll continue flirting around you'll continue sleeping around with other women with mm. other with other men mm. and then again the relationship of course it's not going to go anywhere and there's nothing that you can resolve between the two of you amicably that's true yeah and to digress a bit do you think the whole i choose me at times people take it a bit too far as opposed that- to as opposed to like you, you see a relationship like we said when you're starting out it needs work like it's not not work per se because it's not like work like it needs effort to put in yeah. effort every day to make it work yeah uh do you think with our generation we don't have that patience of you know like <laughs> yes, we, we don't me. we don't <laughs> <laughs> so i think yeah. that's something else we need to unlearn in as much as you're picking yourself Also I guess it's important to learn that relationships aren't all rosy, you know. Yeah. So we, you know, take time to Yeah. 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 I think on to my last point because I need to go home and it's about to rain is um <laughs> something else for me I unlearned is uh you know those guys who are nice with you but then they're such assholes to other people, forgive my French. I used to think that's cute. No, you know? Not. It's you know not. they feel kitambo you know as a, as a teen it's like okay like he's like a gangster or like rough with other people uh okay I think being rough, but being rough cool it's like it's fine but then not disrespectful but i think yeah at times he could just be disrespectful rough mean or whatever but to you he's so nice he's so nice uh so i don't know For me I used to think that's cute like he's nice to me no, but no, then no, no, no. I learned and I realized that you know what yeah he's nice to you now 
Mm. But um, it will get to a point where he'll now start treating it the same way he treats everybody else. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I actually, I am, I am the. Mm-hmm. I'm the. Um, I. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who believes in. If you want to know how a man will treat you, look at how they are going to treat the gate man. True. Look at how and they are the going waitress. to treat the waiters. Yeah, waitress. Yeah. Or the waitresses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that will really tell you mm-hmm. how much or how this guy will, will treat you. Mm. So I think also looking at personalities, looking at someone's character, mm-hmm. it is way better um, over and above because uh, I don't know if this podcast of yours allows people to cast and say bad words. Yeah, I just said asshole. <laughs> <laughs> over and above this all obsession of sex and mm. he's he's very good in bed and mm. such kind of things. So mm-hmm. that things we really need to overlook because mm-hmm. it never that it's never that serious. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The character, the personality of this person mm. will go along with uh, true. Yeah. That is true. And with that guys, I thought this would be short, but it's already been forty four minutes. Uh but yeah, I think we've covered a lot of things. We have rolled with it and I think it's been good enough. At least it has been for me. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's it from us. Uh looking forward to hosting you again. Next time I'll probably be more prepared. And yeah, that's it from us. Till next time. How was your experience? Thank you very much. For the first time. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think please next time just tell me in advance. I will. I get ready. Um I think I think this is something we can always talk about. Please, I'm happy to loop in my girls. We talk about career to yes, talk about all these things. Please. So I think especially thank you, thank given you that much. you have, you know. You have the 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 more experience at least. I would love to hear from a millennial, <laughs> you old people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and maybe also look at um, stereotypes when it comes to careers, and especially mm. in market sales and marketing because mm-hmm. that's where I'm good at. Mm. Maybe I'd bring somebody else when it comes to admin. I'd bring mm. somebody else who when it comes to tech. Okay, and okay. We'll, have a good job. We'll right. Gel nicely. Yeah. And you know what? You should start thanking me because I'm going to make you famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you very much, guys. So, <laughs> and yeah. yeah. That's it from us. Uh, Till next time. Bye. Peace Bye-bye. out. Peace out.